Hello and welcome back to Franchise Sports Talk Baseball. You can subscribe to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. So, uh, hello Sam. Hello. Hello. Uh, So we're about a month from the trade deadline and most teams have played around 80 games. So we are firmly at the midpoint of the season. And, um, I mean, yeah, the next month is going to decide which direction a lot of teams are going to go in terms of trades. And, um, yeah, it seems like about half the teams in baseball are, like, in the balance. It feels like they could end up going either way at the deadline. Yeah, the thing that just keeps striking me with this is I'm still hit by how old last season was. We're at this point, and we're like, yeah, we're basically halfway now, and we we were like most of the way through the playoffs after eighty games last year. Um, yeah, it's, it's a very weird thing being back at the kind of full length of the season. I definitely prefer it, uh, but there's a lot of reminders for all of the the takes that happen, even at this point of oh my god, we've still got a hell of a long way to go with this, and particularly like over the next month. Next month is going to be so big because um, no one's run away with the division, which is interesting. Um, no, which is basically the opposite of what we uh, what we were predicting. <laughs> um, yeah, before the season. Yeah, um, and I, I don't really know if there's any like deep-rooted reason for it. As such, um, partly because. Well, a lot of the really good teams, or some of the really good teams, have underperformed a bit. Looking at the yeah. AL East, obviously, right. um, the the two that are meant to be going ahead. The same in the NL East. Well, like the Mets are on top, but the Braves are meant to be really good, and they're yeah. they're not. And well, and some teams. I mean, like the Twins. I think have just had a catastrophic season. Like they were meant to be up there. Last couple of years, they had like one of the best offenses in baseball. And they and well, they're they nearly are... as bad as the Royals. They're worse than the Tigers. Yeah, that's which is like what, offensively bad, basically. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, I mean, I think they're going to be one of the top sellers. The deadline, the Twins. They're interesting though because so they're pieces to sell. One of them is Nelson Cruz because he's expiring. Who as awesome as a hitter he is, every year he's a free agent and no one's that interested uh, because I've, everyone likes the flexibility with their DH spot. Um, and then quite a few of the other players that you'd think they could move have another year. So like the Pineda, I think, I'm pretty sure he's a free agent to be. But Berrios, who would be a massive piece for loads yeah. of contenders, has got another year after this. And because they've then got, like Donaldson's under contract as well, and they're younger guys. Obviously, they've still got under control for a while. I don't think yeah. I can't I imagine they'll the trade Berrios. Like, yeah, they, they get... they're meant they're meant to have a good team. So it's like, yeah, you know, they're just going to give up on it now. But also, I don't know, like, well, like Taylor Rogers, for example. I mean, he's got a couple of years, hasn't he, as well? But like, do they? I mean, he'd be a huge, huge, huge option, wouldn't he? Yeah, you, I imagine. Well, for someone like that, they'd get a lot. He'd be like, if he they do choose to sell, he'll be probably like the best reliever on the market. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a few, 
I mean, his strikeout turning around. His strikeout to walk rate is eight point four. Yeah, filth. I mean, just absolutely So I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I still think it'd be quite cool, even though it's not quite as much concern now for the Giants. I mean, it'd still be quite cool if they go and just have the the twins at the back end of the bullpen that have Northern almost from the twins. Yeah, a twin from the twins. Yeah, it would be the and, most amusing thing. That and also, they come out, and you don't know which one it is, but they pitch from almost opposite directions. Yeah, <laughs> one of them's like a three-quarter left-hander, and one of them's a right-handed submariner. Just... If if he does get moved, that's one of those. That, I mean, and like you said with the Giants, and I think a lot of bullpens because they fluctuate. You can easily think, well, oh, they don't desperately need him now. Yeah, there's someone that good available. Everyone needs him. Everyone yeah. gets a lot, lot better if they have him. Because with a bullpen, you're knocking out your seventh guy to put him in, aren't you? And it's like, <laughs> that's, yeah, well, that's I mean, a good, good position to be in. He'd be a closer for a lot bit, wouldn't he? I, well, I think the Giants Yeah, yeah but what closer. I mean is that he just knocks everyone down. Yeah, place, not, so. yeah. You, yeah. I him being a left-hander. Yeah, but I, I'm not sure they will sell because of where they and they've got prospects on the way as well haven't they yeah well uh, so yeah some of them are up this year aren't they Royce Lewis got hurt I think yeah Royce Lewis is I don't really know because he's I mean he was drafted quite a while ago now wasn't he Royce Lewis he's one of those guys that is like you know don't, who knows really what's going to happen with him he's not really a guy that I don't know whether you're still whether they're still exactly just going to be waiting for him you know I mean, it's, no. The they, sorry, go on. Well, they've got a Reyes as well. Up, yes, who's meant to have potential. Um, yeah, I think it, it's just a weird situation. Teams like this. I think there's, I know other teams that are in sort of a similar situation in a way. I think like the Cardinals are sort of similar in the way that they are. I mean, the Cardinals aren't quite as far back, but also they're eight games back. And because of the West, the National League West being so strong, they're even further back on the wild card. Which is so funny. But yeah, yeah. Um, and, but the Cardinals they, are not selling them, are they? I, no, I that's think what they're... I mean. It's like both those teams, it's sort of like, well, they probably won't sell. But then also, and they, I'm not sure, I don't think they should sell. Because both teams are basically in a position with their roster where they're like, should be winning now. They've got like, you know. I think the Twins are more likely to sell the, than St. Louis though. Because there's small market as well. Like yeah. the, you get into this. Well, if this is where we are now, people may bounce back next year, etc. But like they're not just going to spend their way out of it. The Cardinals are also hamstrung a bit because they've got the massive contracts. But also yeah. they've got Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt, who has dropped off. But like he's still a good player. He might just not be MVP level. Yeah. Well, anymore. I mean, I'm Paul. Well, Paul Goldschmidt this year hasn't been good. And Flaherty getting hurt is the big one there. I mean, like their pitching's yeah. been bad, and then they lost their their main guy. Um, so I think they can definitely talk themselves into it'll be better in twenty twenty two. Yeah, I mean they have and to. Not really, to mention the Cubs as well, though. The Cubs have have got everyone becoming a free agent. Um, that yeah. there's definitely room for them to go. Like we, I'm... if we stick, we may well just become the best team in the Central by default. 
Yeah, I mean, the Cubs have just done a really bad run as well, haven't they? Looks yeah. like they were going to, well, at one point, it looked like they were going to, they were sort of pulling away in the central. And they've just had a really bad run. And I don't know. I mean, I wasn't expecting them to really be up there. They seemed like they were sort of preparing to retool, weren't they? Yeah. Like and then they, this I think losing some games in July might be good for them because it might mean, well, it'd be cool and fun for neutrals if they trade Chris Bryant potentially. Like that makes the, that's another trade deadline story to be entertained by. Um, but that this kind of like lurking in contention and then everyone becomes a free agent is not good for them at all because they don't have much of a farm at the moment either because of the trades they've made no. over the last few years. No, they'd then potentially be in a big mess, wouldn't they? Yeah, so it's actually better they drop off now than drop off in... Yeah, in well, if they are actually going to sell. But because the difficult thing is it's difficult to drop off that much, isn't it? I mean, yes. I, they are... Like they are six games back now. It's partly the Brewers have won nine out of the last ten. It's well one eight is, in a row. Which is helpful if you can do that, isn't it? Yeah, including that game. You see that game last night, actually, the, the Cubs-Brewers game. I did not, no. I'm not sure how it finished. I'm pretty sure the Brewers won. Well, they did because they won eight in a row. But it was like, what was it, like 14-7 in the fourth inning? Oh, the, oh it finished 15-7. Oh, yeah, they got Jesus. Oh, I actually, I did. I heard, I saw about this on Twitter because Arietta got absolutely exploded again. Um, I saw a couple of people saying was that his last ever game for the Cubs, as in getting DFA'd. And I mean, his CRA suggests that could be possible. Yeah. Um, but I mean, well, with the, the way the Brewers' starting pitching has been going this year as well, I feel like they sort of, I don't know, they... They might just stick there at the top. Yeah, um, I mean, if you're not giving up any runs, and their bullpen, as always, is pretty good. Um, if you don't give up any runs, it's usually good. That tends to be a good formula for yeah. winning in baseball, it turns out. And their offense is actually doing more than the names might suggest. Like Colton Wong, the Adames trades worked out nicely for them. Yelich is not having a massive year, but he's having a good year. Um by normal standards, and like yeah, they're, they're just getting enough offense. And if you're pitching that well, I mean, they'd be a candidate to get a bat, wouldn't they? You'd think. Um, yeah. But there's not, there's just not a massive supplies. It's a seller's deadline potentially, um, unless some of these division races, which in the last couple of weeks have widened, like the central. This run from the Brewers has opened a bit of a gap there that makes you wonder about some selling from the Cubs and the Reds. Yeah, if, if, that, if that gap closes again or gets bigger, it's really going to decide a lot. Yeah. Like you say, the Cardinals are not. Cardinals are probably sticking, whatever happens, because of the contracts they've got. I mean, the Reds, the Reds, I don't who knows, probably similar. Because I looked at the Reds, and I don't think they've got many people actually expiring. They um, haven't. They if they were doing it, they would have to go, kind of tear down. Um, yeah. Which wouldn't the problem is with the Reds is they it feels they just did this. Yeah. <laughs> and then they had to go. They had Bauer for a little bit, and it, it didn't really come together. And then they've made some bizarre decisions with how they've built the roster, and yeah, it's I... just. They're sort of treading water again. Yeah, I expect that's just what they're going to do, though, isn't it? That's what they do recently. Like if they don't fish bottom of the division, that's like good for them. 
And they're with um, the Pirates, so it's quite hard to finish bottom yeah. of the division. But it's really like the Cubs and the Brewers, isn't it? It's the thing of... If that gap opens and the Cubs will sell, well, they should sell. And, I mean, they've got quite a lot that should interest people, I think. Just other teams. I mean, like I say, Chris Bryant expiring. It's like that's obviously a, a big one, although I'm probably not going to get loads because he's expiring. They're all but, expiring, aren't they, though? Everyone. I th- I'm pretty sure Bi- or Baez is as well, isn't he? And I think Rizzo's expiring. Yeah, so maybe, maybe they just trade everyone. Yes, Rizzo's but, expiring. But look at their bullpen, particularly. I mean, uh, Craig Kimbrell's ridiculous bounce back here to the point of where he's actually best than he's ever been after it seemed like he was just yeah, done. Just absolutely incredible what he's done. I mean, you would have thought that that would interest someone, wouldn't it? Like everybody. Yeah, because I, realize... I just need to double check. Um, his, oh yes, so his contract is 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 a lot of money. I've just realised. Well, it's it's sixteen, which is a lot, but then it's a team option for next year. And if he pitches like this, yeah. Oh no, it's guaranteed with fifty-five games finished in twenty twenty-one, and he stays healthy, which is this seems likely. Yeah, so, but, I mean, teams should be willing to, if, when he's pitching like this, it should be, I mean, 16 million is not in all there, but it is, it is an issue for a lot of these teams. I've, as we always talk about when it gets to, like, roster construction stuff, is there's, that means the market, if they try and trade him away, and they don't want to cover the contract, is you're then looking at, like, how many of the teams are willing to pay 16 million for a closer, which then means you won't get any prospects back. Um, yeah, I guess that's the that's the thing. It's... But they should still trade him because if unless it seems quite likely they're going to be weaker next year, doesn't it? With guys becoming free yeah. agents, like then it seems very unlikely Chris Bryant's going to be there next season. Yeah, you just want to get something, don't you? Really? Yeah, because you don't need him pitching like this if they're going to be winning forty percent of their games in twenty twenty two. That's useless. No. And also, I mean, he's also probably not going to be quite this good next year. So this is like the peak of his value. Yeah. Although all the other front offices know that as well, I suppose. So it might, that might kind of balance out um, where the extra year almost works against you when you're trying to trade him away, potentially when he's, particularly for a reliever in his mid-30s. Yeah. But there's not, there's a lot of contending teams that don't have a closer like that at the moment, which, as we've seen in the postseason, like last few years, that is like huge. Yeah, I mean, it, it can sway the whole thing, can't it? Yeah. So the no, pirates I, also I'd interesting, like aren't they? For yeah. Oh yeah, the pirates. Are, well, they are definitely selling. Like they're permanently selling. Adam Frazier should be on the move. I, he's I having a really good year. Yeah, he's a really good year, but he's got a year after this, hasn't he? As well, so I think yeah, he might the second actually... baseman and can play corner outfield. Yeah, and and, well, I think he's played short and third as well. Yeah, that is exactly the sort of thing that teams are looking for. Yeah, a team that needs a left-handed bat. Yeah, I mean, very much a contact here. Like not gonna, not gonna carry the team really or anything, but. 
I mean, just just to like fill a hole, really. If you have a, a like a competitive team that has a position that they're not, they're just not getting production out of. Just slot him in there. But even if you just like make him player. like your your ninth player on offense, yeah. So he just plays. He plays wherever you're resting someone that day, like like um, the Dodgers have done with Kike Hernandez in the past. Yeah. Well, they did with he's now not there, of course. Or Marwin on those great Astros teams, which basically didn't have a position. Yeah, it was do that kind of needs must positioning. Um, and those those players are so so valuable, and the Pirates obviously should sell now. Again, I don't think teams are going to get suckered in by the fact he's having a great year. Um, but the no. extra year of control makes him appealing as well. Like, it just seems a good time for everyone involved yeah. to, for it's, a trade. It's the thing of the Pirates isn't it? It's like they well they they could have given they could give stuff away for free. So they don't really have a lot to trade. I mean, the other one is Richard Rodriguez. He'll probably yeah. get traded to a contender. I mean, I think I saw stuff linking with him, just, just rumours linking with the uh, the Blue Jays, I think. Yeah. Who've just acquired Simba. Um, yeah, and that yeah, seems their, their unlikely, has been Their bullpen has been weak. Um, Chris Stratton's a potential one as well, isn't he? Having a decent yeah. year in the pen. Yeah, that's the sort of guy that you're not going to get a lot for, isn't it? Oh, you're not I, getting almost anything for him, but he's someone that can give a couple of innings out of a bullpen. Like, yeah. It's going to be handy in the second half of the season, I think. Well, I guess the Pirates don't actually really care if they get anything from people, do they? No. They just give them away these days. Yeah, unfortunately, yes, basically. Uh, Kyle really? Crick as well, but I, I don't yeah. know why they'd move him yet. I mean, well, the thing with Rich Rodriguez is he's actually been, like, the last four years, he's been good. Yeah. I mean, and, like, quite a lot of that time he's been, like, really good. Um, yeah, so I... Yeah, I mean, he's he's definitely, like, a guy... He becomes another reliable guy in someone else's bullpen. Yeah, the, the the relief market, there's quite a lot because obviously the Orioles have got a few. Um, the Marlins just traded Simba, so they're more limited. But like there, there's Ian Kennedy at the Rangers as well. Um, and there's people, there's basically people in every bullpen that you could see upside in if you're a contender and you'd pick them up for like a, a nothing-y sort of prospect. Um, I think that's like, yeah, that, that's... that's an, going to be one part of the market that is going to be relatively easy to buy from, I think, or it should be. Um, but yeah, he, he may well be the best available one, like we said, if if uh, Rogers is not up it's all, it's always It's always the main thing as well, isn't it, around the trade deadlines, the relief pitches. And given how much impact that has in the postseason, it's like, it's not just, not just teams that need to make a push in the regular season. It's like, it's a lot of time it's about the teams that are no. basically looking ahead to the postseason, which there's not that many teams that can really do that this year. Usually by this point, we've got a few teams that are like, yeah, they're definitely going to be in the postseason. Now it's, it's going to be about improving their roster, like you know, to help them in the postseason. But there's not a lot of teams, or really any, that can do that. No, no, not at all. Um... There's not any at all, are there? Definitely in the postseason. You 
Yeah, you'd say the Dodgers are in that, despite not leading the division, just that like they're not going to yeah. drop off. They they get almost guaranteed to get a wild card, you'd think, but they've not got like a big mathematical advantage. Like in other years, we've been at this point and they're like eleven games clear at the top. We've not got that. Um, yeah, I, the number of, and the sellers is it's basically Pittsburgh, like we said, not got a huge amount to give away. Um, Miami just traded away Simba and Dickerson, who's hurt, but he's just like a textbook. We need another outfield bat guy. It seems to get yeah. traded every single year. Just, he's always Orioles, reliable. Yeah, the Orioles, and it's basically like, yeah, there's there's no starting pitching on offer there at all. couple of decent relievers, and the Trey Mancini thing always comes up, but it seems unlikely that'll actually happen. Um, the Then it's like Trevor Story and a couple of the Rockies starters. And then the Diamondbacks, you're looking at Ketel Marte, and there's been rumours about Eduardo Escobar. Oh, yeah, I'm starting like Marte at the Marlins, actually, as well as possible. Seems like Eduardo Escobar is going to the White Sox, doesn't it? Yes. I think to fill in for Nick Madrigal, who's had an injury. Yeah, which is a, a nice pickup, really. Yeah. And then the Rangers are another definite seller, actually. Yeah, but also, like, well, it's um, Carl Gibson, isn't it? Yeah, uh, and like I said, Kennedy out of the bullpen, but no one's getting massively excited about that. Yeah. Uh, his yeah, his underlying numbers are not thrilling as well. Um, I can't see that like, there's going to be a massive bidding war to get Ian Kennedy. Um, and the Gallo rumours are everywhere again. I, I just, I don't know. I don't really see. Is that something they, you think they'd do? Or trading Joe Gallo? Yeah. Um, I I don't know. How long has he got left? He's not expiring this year, is he? No, no, he's not this year. Um, I mean... Is it end of next, maybe? Yeah, end of next season. He's a free agent. I mean, there, there's, there's going to be some teams that could do with him, isn't there? I suppose, do with the left-handed bat. And so good I, defense. But yeah, I mean, it's one of those where they actually need well, they need to get something back. It doesn't seem like anyone really gets decent hauls of prospects anymore. So you end up in the, the Manny Mercado game where team that's nowhere near keeps hold of him again and yeah. then trades him when there's like no time left on his contract. For like not much. Yeah, but then that's the thing is, like you said, they might not get anything now, but it's difficult because you just you can't see. They're not going to be good next year. And it's like, well, you should probably give him a contract then if you're not going to trade him now, I think. Yeah, you, you sign to extension or trade him. Um, but then I also, in some ways, it's like the trade market is like a little bit broken, partly from, it seems like front offices actually just being more intelligent than they used to be. Yeah. It's like you're not, people aren't going to, aren't giving away like, like actually good prospects for someone that is not, a guaranteed all-star. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, which there's not that many of those players around. So it's like every, anyone else just has doesn't have that much trade value anymore. If you're looking, well, if you're looking for prospects and stuff, you're looking to build for the future. Particularly if you guys on any sort of money, like with Sam McKimbrell. So if you've got any sort of money and you want to get rid of the money by trading it away, 
it's like well you're not you're not shedding the contract and getting a prospect seems to be the thing no like the occasional times we've had where people bought prospects um like the giants did with melanson didn't they is it the, the, the giants covered some of the money and then they got was it tristan beck back yeah in the deal and it's all basically like even though melanson was pitching better at that point is you can't have a bloated contract and expect to get an asset in return um yeah, the, the trade market sort of doesn't work. Uh, oh, another team, just want to look at standing. The Mariners are one of those teams that's in, like, they're only six games back, and, like, no one really expects them to be there. Um, they've got a 2.4% chance to make the postseason on baseball reference, which is all they should be selling. But also, only six games back. Like, that's... Yeah. But they are six great games enough. back, but with two teams in front of them. Yeah. They're um, both... You'd be looking at like Kikuchi, Hanager, Graveman, maybe Kyle Seeger. Although he's yeah. not having the best year, but like he They're could also just be a... massively outperforming their uh, Pythagorean win loss record. Like they've got quite a negative run differential. Yeah, they should sell. But yeah. it's they need they're another one where like despite the fact they're in this retool, need to lose some games so selling doesn't look crazy. Because despite what you just said, like there's two games in the way and it's still six games back and the playoff odds are really bad. It's just it, you don't see teams properly sell very often, do you, when they're only six games back at the top of the division? No. And, well, and yeah, I mean, sort of, you can't really go down well with a fan base, can it? If you're trying that balance of trying to rebuild and also make sure you don't just lose all of your fans. Yeah. You know, just annoy everybody. Yeah, you can't really can't get away with that. that. So they could do with losing a couple of series, I think, uh, between yeah. now and the deadline, just to push them in the right direction. Because Graveman might get... He's on, he's on an expiring, isn't he? But he's an, another one that would be one of the top relievers on the market. Um, yeah, I think Graveman's the main guy, isn't he? Kikuchi would be of interest, I think, as well. Yeah, I mean, well, he's... Has his fastball this year, like, ticked up loads? Yeah, and, and just that, I mean, we're talking about Berrios not being available. Uh, basically coming down to like Kyle Gibson and then if the Rockies trade any of their starters. But so many teams really need starting pitching. But the, 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 in general, yeah. um, the supply is way below the demand, but particularly for starters, particularly for starting pitching here, like a lot of teams that are meant to be contending are not getting positive value from their rotation. And if they could adjust that, they would be in a much better position. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, yeah, I mean, I don't really know, though, like what sort of value Kikuchi would have, really. I mean, he's basically been that guy who got some good results this year, but then like the first two years in the majors, he just was, was bad, wasn't he? Yeah. And and just yeah, just straight up bad as well, wasn't he? It wasn't like was was wasn't much more to No, and I mean I know it's walking like walking three per nine innings. I mean I guess it's not terrible, is it? But that's He's got okay. longer Oh, he's got a load of team options coming up. Sixteen point five team options. Yeah, and, well, and he's on quite, yeah, he's on money as well, isn't he? The other thing Six, is for the next four years, you've got team options. It's a strange contract. Well, that's quite a lot of money, isn't it? For 
Not if yeah, the pitch is like this. No, I guess like this, so. That's fine. But um, yeah, I, I don't know what sort of return they get for him. But again, it's like a if they do fall off the pace, which you would expect in the next few weeks, then you see what. Because I think if you've got a starter like him that's pitching well and striking people out, so I, I, the return the production from competing teams starting pitching is not very good um so the cubs are 29th in wins above average from their rotation the cardinals are 27th the nationals are 24th the rays are 21st the red Sox are top of the division but 19th yeah there's um, a lot of teams have been carried by their offense i mean it's a, well it's partly from the, a lot of the unexpected basically a lot of unexpected contending teams this year. And it's not been, in most cases, not been the pitching overperforming. Well, for the Giants, it's been the pitching. Earlier in the year, it was the pitching that was just ridiculously good, better than anyone expected it could be. But for a lot of them, it's been just the offense, hasn't it? They've just, the offense has just exploded, but their pitching is like not actually any better than you'd expect. Yeah, and so the, the flip side is there's quite a few teams that are not that competitive, who are in the top 10 for this, for wins above average. I mean, you've got the Reds are fourth. Um, and then you've got the Braves in fifth, Phillies eighth, Marlins ninth, Yankees 10th. And the Tigers are 13th and the Rangers are 14th. And there's kind of like where the good starting pitching is not coming from where you'd expect, bizarrely. There's... There's not that much of a link between yeah. the teams that are getting a lot of wins and the ones who've got good stone pitching, which might mean that the, these other teams don't care. But there's a few teams at the bottom there who are potential buyers who yeah, and, really and they, could well, do with an arm or two. Yeah, if they are going to, well, certainly postseason as well, if they are going to go anywhere, it really would help to have some starting pitching. Yeah, it might be an idea. So I, I would be interested to see if he's made available yeah i mean there, the thing is as well is well this, as i was saying earlier this whole month is could change around where we get more sellers as well is well a team that you just want mentioned that i wanted to talk about was the nationals who a few weeks ago people were talking about as definite sellers yeah it could show like, to be on the move division. stuff and it, yeah i mean it seemed it wasn't even could he be on the move it was like where shows are going to go and now they're two games off the top of the East somehow. That division's funny though, because they're all kind of bad. Yeah. Is so they're only two games behind the Mets still, and it's, they have played really well recently. Eight and well, Carl has played really well. Yeah, Carl Schwarber is basically hitting at a level that is like he's worth one WAR every single game. It's stupid. Um, yeah. But because they're all so close and they're all just hovering around five hundred, as you win a couple of series and you go from fourth to almost first. And it, for they are, obviously they've played well recently, but like their yeah. overall record is still kind of mediocre. Um, I mean, they're not going to be selling, of course, if they're two games off the top of the division. Yeah, not if they're where they are now, but they could easily get back into a position where they do sell, especially yeah. with well, with their contracts as well. They've got a lot of expiring. I mean, particularly in terms of trade market. They've got Max Scherz and Brad Hander both expiring. Who, oh, were, what, if they were expiring? Sorry? I didn't realize that. I didn't realize he was expiring. I thought Scherzer. he had another year. 
Yeah. Yeah, I think he is. I think that's why there's all this talk. Um, but Scherz and Brad Hand. Both exp- so this is why it's quite huge. Yeah, he's expiring. Oh, yeah. Um, of this next month is like, do they stick with them? And it seems like quite unlikely they're actually going to go anywhere in the postseason or anything this year. Well, particularly if Patrick Corbin can't get any outs yeah. and Steven Strasburg can't pitch. Yeah. I, or, like, well, yeah. So it's sort of like, I mean, I don't know. If they're not going to be selling, I feel like they need to buy. They really need to buy because their roster is just not in in a shape where they're going to, like, well, one, it doesn't seem that likely they'd actually get to postseason despite this run they've been on. And two, what, what, I don't know, can't see them being that competitive when they get there without well, some additions. Part of the issue is the, uh, so the Corbyn contract worked well at start. And at the moment, it is looking rather grim. And Steven Strasberg's enormous World Series MVP contract has, I mean, perhaps unsurprisingly, has aged like milk. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he was injured all the time before that contract. And then he had that year, and then he had a brilliant postseason, and then they gave him like the GDP yeah. of like Poland or something. And he's he just he's not pitching anymore. Um, yeah, this was again. very very predictable, um, and it's it's a shame. But also, you're like, yeah, I mean, they're not they're not going to be good unless those two are good. That's how they won the oh. World Series, and it was awesome how they did it, and it was incredibly impressive the workload they all put in, and and they went on short yeah. rest and stuff, didn't they? And um, Anibal Sanchez is the fourth guy. But at the moment, it's like Max Scherzer and then nothing. Yeah. In the I think that's the thing is it's quite, in, quite important of how teams, not just what their record is, or like where they are in the division, but how they're there. And for the Nationals at the moment, it is basically just Kyle Schwab has just been hitting millions of home runs, which one he's not going to carry on doing. And also it's like, that is... That's not really enough to win you postseason games. Uh, yes, um, and it, the the lineup has look, looks better than I thought it was going to. Um, in that Harrison Bell is being solid. I think he started the year poorly, didn't he? Um, and Jan Gomes is above league average, and Harrison is. But then they've still got Robles and Castro in there, who are not really producing anything. Um, they basically yeah. need they need another starter, but they already have all this money tied up in their rotation. Yeah, that's the problem, isn't it? And and I don't really know what they've got to trade away. And I'm not sure it'd be enough though. Like so say they got Berrios. No. That would then be where you've got Scherzer, Berrios and nothing. I mean if Corbin turns his year around and Strasbourg gets healthy, then it's like, Oh my god, they'd be terrifying in the playoffs. But they're quite enormous ifs, aren't they? Yeah, I actually they have actually got like really decent prospects, haven't they? That, but prospects are really close. Like I've already played in the majors close a bit, but haven't broken out yet. Yeah. Like Carter Keboom and Luis Garcia. One of the eight million oh. Luis Garcias in baseball. Yeah. But he's he's probably he was like the good one, wasn't he? Yeah, I, I, he was. They were their top two prospects. I think they probably still are. I don't think either of them qualified yeah. yet. And obviously Victor Robles, well, he's been out for a while, but I mean he's. He's meant to, at some point, be good. Who knows that's going to happen? But so it's like, I know they have got this sort of this these young players around with this old rotation. One, well, they're not that old. Strasburg and Corbin after this year are going to be left. 
they're tied down. And it's sort of like they need, like you say, they're going to be good at any point in the near future. They need those two to be good. It's quite difficult for them to be good without that because and when you have that much tied up money tied up players that are just not contributing anything. Yeah. I mean, Strasbourg is actually contributing more than Corbin at the moment. Corbin not is, playing. Yeah. I mean, Corbin's yeah. been that bad. Yeah. So I, I, it seems diff, it's difficult to see a way in which they can catch the Mets. Yeah, they can. Yeah, even though the Mets, because you expect the Mets, I don't know, I keep saying it, but you expect the Mets to be good, like really good at some point. Maybe, maybe that's not going to happen, I don't know, but their roster looks a lot better. And yeah, they, well, I mean, Lindor's think, broken out as well, hasn't he? Lindor's has he? on the way. Yeah, he's starting here. Okay, yeah, that, so yeah, they're going to probably accelerate at some point. And, um, and they've, they've got a lot of injury stuff going on. Nimmo's been out and JD Davis is yeah. out. I don't actually know how available JD Davis is going to be. So he's on 60 there, I'm not 100% sure. Um, it's very difficult to see how they get. I mean, maybe, I guess maybe Schwarberg. Trade Schwarber, they decide to sell as well. Um, yeah, I, but I mean, particularly though, Scherzer and Brad Hand, if they decide to sell, will probably be like, well, Scherzer definitely the top starter, and Brad Hand to be one of the top relievers on the market. Like he's, you know, yeah. I mean, he's also he's got pedigree as well as relief pitcher. Yeah, which I think a lot of time for relievers. And particularly if you're bothering to actually give stuff up for one, is an important is like as important as anything. If you have a relief pitch that's just been good this year, it's like you know, any like happens to anyone. Well, so <laughs> yeah. you get relief pitches so often that come and have one like really good year after and they're just then just bad again afterwards. And they're never yeah, that it, good again. It's just way too volatile. Or even like half a good year. Yeah. <laughs> and then the trade happens and then they can't pitch anymore. Um, but basically Brad Hand has been like really, really good since 2016, like constantly. And at different teams, he, he's moved team and still been like the same pitcher, yeah. just been as effective wherever he goes. Yeah, so I, I feel like, and that's the sort of guy that if you're trading for a relief pitcher, that's the sort of guy you want to get that you can be pretty sure is going to be good. If yeah. you were the Phillies, he's someone you might trade for, in fact, but that's a slightly different thing with trading them in the division. Yeah. Because um, they've fallen into bullpen troubles again, despite rebuilding their bullpen. Over and over again. Yeah. And yeah, we've not actually got that long left, so we probably can't dive into too much Philly's hate, like you do. <laughs> but, um... Well, they're just in a similar, they're lurking around 500 again. Um, the Braves yeah. have joined them in this kind of just below 500 yeah, but the, they if the Mets go on a run and pull away, it would help those two to not do silly stuff at the deadline, because at the moment they can both talk themselves into win the race here, and it's like, well, no, you're also a few games under five hundred. Yeah, because once again, you look at the wild card. I mean, like the Nationals are two games behind the Mets, but they're seven games back from the second wild card spot. The Braves yeah. nine point five back from the wild card, and the Phillies ten. The wild so card like, system doesn't work when it's like this, does it? It sort of sucks. Yeah. I bit. think. Because, I mean, yeah, like, otherwise, in a normal season, like, these, those teams would be, you know, oh, we're, we're close to the division, but if not, we, we've got a good chance to get the wild card. But this year, it's like they've 
it's ridiculously I mean, lopsided. I, yeah, if I you're 10 games back like from the wild card, before. you're like, we're out of it. Normally. Yeah, I, I can't remember it being like this. We were saying no divisions are over yet, but the the wild card almost is. The wild yeah. card is the biggest lead, isn't it? The NL's two wild card spots are the biggest lead anyone's got. Basically. Yeah. What the yeah the difference between the second wild card and the third wild card team, like. Yeah. I think yeah. Um, which is a bit of a shame, I and mean, that's also going to be something to watch if anyone can try and close that gap because that's always a bit spicy down the back end of the season yeah. isn't it it's i mean in the yeah the national league it's the well the cubs are six and a half back and the nationals are seven back at the moment which is why well, two teams we talked about about how they should probably both sell as well because they'd usually be going for the wild card now and it's all they're almost like yeah so now they're going to catch that yeah, they've got they both got really got a better chance to win their division, getting the wild card. Because also the wild card teams, you don't expect them to drop off. I mean, you expect well, them to keep getting better almost. They were meant to be the two best teams in baseball. Everyone was that was the preseason thing, wasn't it? Yeah. So yeah, it's may the well that the fact of the National League West being so strong may actually force other teams into selling when they usually wouldn't. Because you just that safety net just isn't there of the wild card. Yeah, they're shooting for a division win rather than having the yeah the backup plan of oh well if we get close to the division no nope, it doesn't matter finishing second yeah. is probably not worth anything this year. Yeah. Anyway, maybe that's a good note to end on. Yes, that's I agree. And um, yeah. I mean, yeah, there's still a month to go to the trade deadline, so a lot could happen. Got the All Star game coming up too, in a couple of weeks. So I guess we'll we'll probably do another podcast, won't we? Well, we'll definitely do another one before the deadline. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely maybe, before the maybe deadline. Maybe another couple. Um, so, so look out for that the next podcast and subscribe and everything. Yeah, all the good stuff. And uh, yeah, speak to you later. Bye.